Relax and listen with Josh for video game news and discussions after we return. Fall Guys Season 4 introduces Among Us for a crossover event. What that entails is left for our imagination for now. Xbox has announced more games coming to the Game Pass such as Outriders, Undertale, Nier Automata for PC, Octopath Traveler, Yakuza 6, and that's only to name a few. They're really putting all the marbles into this to get people invested. It has me even question that if it's worth the buy. Now, the big thing to note is that this version of Automata is seemingly better than the Steam one long ago. The game didn't run properly with locked frame rates, stutters, bugs, crashes as a PC Gamer article by Jody McGregor points out. How Square Enix responded to this whole fiasco? Not putting out any sort of patches until modders were like, enough is enough, we have to fix the game ourselves. But now on gamepads, all the problems have been addressed. I guess after Super Bomberman R Online did well on Stadia, it'll support crossplay as it heads to Switch, PS4, PS5, Steam, and Xbox One and X and S sometime soon. God, that's a mouthful. Activision Blizzard has yet again fired 2% of their employees. In numbers, 190 people. According to Jason Schreier, after just a month, the company has yet again hit record revenues and announced the layoff of many. Even the Candy Crush developers got the stick. Bobby Kotick will receive a $200 million bonus pay because he's a greedy whore. God damn it, Bobby. In terms, his clause on his contract, given that pandemic that's been happening ever since last year, gave his company time to hit the mother load of profits and achievements. Going to specifics, I'm not sure generally how we can gain so much. Though I'll leave the link that goes into better detail than I could explain. The reason behind all this conundrum is... Players are increasingly choosing to connect with our games digitally and the esports team. Much like traditional sports, entertainment, and broadcasting industries has had to adapt its business due to the impact of the pandemic has had on live events. A company spokesperson said, U.S. workers will receive a minimum of 90 days severance and health benefits for a year, as well as job transition support, the spokesperson said. They were also given, and I shit you not, given $200 gift cards to Battle.net, the Blizzard online game service. That's a kick in the balls because the executives and CEO need all the money in the world at the expense of, you know, Laying off, laying off people. They play the manipulation game just by giving out the gift cards as if that's going to make up the lives being drastically changed. I do commend that employees will still retain health benefits and severance pay, but it's a hard pill to swallow considering one individual got paid millions by doing nothing, while those will kick the bucket and have to navigate harshly during a pandemic to find another position. It's telling that no matter what happens in the future of gaming, if this doesn't concern you of what corporations are capable of getting away with without any consequences of what they do for profit, then things look pretty grim. And look, I get it. There's only so much we have control over a pandemic and how we spend our time, myself included. I just want to educate my knowledge on what games I should spend my money on, and luckily with reports like these, makes me realize that whoever's on top 
won't stop at nothing, even at the expense of human beings during a shitty time, their health, more likely, for all of them to make a quick buck for themselves. Square Enix presents their take on Nintendo Direct Conference have plenty of games to show coming soon. I'm only highlighting the ones that intrigue me. Here we go. Tomb Raider is getting a cookbook and another bundle. For some reason, for lower cross modern games, even though we had like so many bundles in conjunction with all three games before. Okay. If that means anything in terms of like a new Tomb Raider game. A new Life is Strange game comes out this year, September 10th, called True Colors. It's developed by the same publisher who made Before the Storm, Deck 9 Games. Alex Chen, our new protagonist, she can witness and feel other people's emotions, plus knowing why that emotion has risen too. Though if it's something substantial, it'll affect Alex. In what way, we're unsure. The music, visuals, and characters remind me so much of number one that I'm pretty excited to see what they have to offer for the new sequel. A great thing they've done is making it a full game, not episodic this time around. Speaking of one, that and Before the Storm are getting remastered in a collection. And oh boy, if the new one is about getting in the feels, then number one will tear you up. Not so much Before the Storm, in my honest opinion. These remasters will have updated visuals and animations due to new motion capture performances, plus the engine and lighting will be tuned for the better. These versions will come out in fall 2021. I'm going to have to make some very hard real-life decisions real quick if I'm going to buy them all again or hold off. I'm excited nonetheless. We got plenty of games releasing this week as of March 22nd after the break. I'll do my best to summarize all of these games. Let's go! Arkham Horror Mother's Embrace, a tactical horror RPG inspired by HP Lovecraft stories that puts you in the helm of investigators. A woman has died, and it's up to you to put together a team of your choosing as you uncover clues, fight enemies, and avoid insanity which determines your path as you progress in the game. I'll March 23rd for PS4, Xbox, Switch, and PC. Overcooked All You Can Eat will now be out on multiple systems, PS4, Switch, and PC the 23rd. A cookie game as you try your damn best to dominate the competition while adapting to the environment around you. A game about ruining friendship that questions your teamwork. Project Cars Go, a mobile racing game out the 23rd. And on the rails racing game where you don't really control the car, if that's your thing. Story of Seasons. Pioneers of Olive Town, a farm simulator that has you focus on keeping your farm neat and tidy for animals to live in. You can take pictures of animals, care, nurture them, to your heart's content, while you can plant crops for a meal you wish you could digest. Go inside a case to uncover mysteries and mine material. Go fishing because you are such a patient person. March 23rd for the Switch. Tales from the Borderlands arrives on Switch where your choices kind of matter, but not in the grand scheme of things. The 23rd. Tunchi, a 2D fighting game that has a combination of Castle Crasher style with a cartoon animation aesthetic, though not at all gory and stuff, 
for Nintendo Switch the 23rd. Crash Bandicoot on the run for the 25th. Another on the rails top of mobile game that doesn't look all too bad, except as expected, the greedy monetization scheme will ruin an otherwise fine looking game. And by the by, I thought it came out a long time ago. I thought so, but hey, you learned something new, I guess. Evil Inside, the 25th of PS5, PS4, and PC gives a short glimpse as we explore the halls in this PT-inspired horror game to uncover the truth about these menacing walls and decor. It's scary. Yakuza 6, The Song of Life is coming to Xbox One and PC the 25th. To make it brief, an action-adventure fighting game that makes you believe you don't fuck with the MC schedule. Okay, so... Ballin' Wonderworld will make its debut on all consoles the 26th, a platformer game that has not garnered good reception from gamers on how it controls. Though there is a day one patch that will address the feedback in many aspects, though I'll keep a tight lid about this one. It takes too long to make it available the 26th, a co-op adventure platformer that the title pretty much implies. You work together with another individual as you partake in this divorced couple's story as they're transformed into dolls. The gameplay variation will be dependent on the character you select, though it will keep your attention as it will take you into these different types of situations that test your gaming skills and importantly, teamwork. A very fun looking game with a stylization of a sewn world comes to all systems. Cassie and the Wild Mask makes way digitally on all consoles the 26th, a 2D side-scroller platform game that has a banger of a song on its announcement trailer. The visuals are so gorgeous. You better buy it. Monster Hunter Rise arrives exclusively on Switch the 26th. An open world RPG has you fight these big monsters to reclaim the land. Cadets, we must make our stop in space-based Startopia at the date March 26, 2021. While we enjoy time at camp, the music will be phenomenal. The training course is RTS, real-time strategy for those who don't know their terminologies. The world is depending on us to create civilization elsewhere. But the aliens, our arch nemesis, are the ones who don't want to coexist. So we're going to ask them nicely to play by the rules and killing them. Each and every single one of your systems will output maximum power in your brains when we leave. The last one, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 Plus 2, the next gen versions of Radical Skateboard Tricks, will land on March 26th. Worth mentioning that Dying Light 2 developers did sort of a celebrities read mean tweet skit on why development has taken so long. They promised it will come out sometime this year and are taking the time necessary to ensure it's up to snuff and quality. Yeah, about that report we got from the gamer a couple of weeks back. It's going to be a unique experience to put it lightly. As always, I wish nothing but the best to them. Alright, that's going to do it for me, folks. Thank you for tuning in, you beautiful people, to relax and listen. And from now on, I'm going to be uploading my podcast Tuesdays or Wednesdays, one of those two. Stay safe, be beautiful, and if you like what you listen to, subscribe to the channel for more gaming news and perhaps variation to the podcast. I'll catch you with the next episode next week. See ya!